Hi, and welcome. We're delighted that you've joined us here at Tell Me Where to Go, where you'll hear travel tales from all over the world designed to inspire, inform, and get you travelling around this wonderful world. I'm speaking to Senia Kobiakov, who is the Director of New Market Development for the Israel Ministry of Tourism, and talk about a country that has so much packed into it. Israel is just an incredible place. Senia, hello. How great to talk to you on tellmewheretogo.com. Hello, Steve. Very nice to talk to you. I have to say that when I research Israel, there is just so much going on there. I mean, just historically, it is the most amazing place to visit, isn't it? Of course it is. We are telling Israel is a country where it all began. We have here thousands of years of history. Indeed, you can actually feel it when you are here, when you are walking through uh, Jerusalem or you are going to, to the north, to, to Galilean Sea. Everywhere, actually, every stone here is a stone of thousands of years. And you can hear from tour guides the history about every stone. And the thing about Israel and that section of the world, it, it's been a place of conflict. It's, been, it's a place of religion. It's been a, a place where people have differing views. It's been a place where people actually do actually get on with each other. It's the most amazing thing. I mean, it is, this, it is really the most important center for the three Abrahamic religions and I notice that you've got other religions there as well such as the Baha'i faith and that's it must be a really fascinating place to both live there and to just travel around in. Not only Baha'i, Israel is a country is a center of for five monotheistic religions. Right. So, of course, it's Christianity. First of all, it's Judaism, it's yep. Christianity, and Islam. It's Baha'i, as you mentioned, but yep. it's also Druze religion. It's something very interesting. It's okay that you don't know about it because it's a secret religion. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's why I yeah, don't but, know about it. Yeah, it, it is very interesting religion. Actually, they collected other religions, including Islam, including Judaism, and including Buddhism even. They they believe in the reincarnation, and they believe that you cannot become a Druze. You can only born a Druze. So it is very interesting. For example, one of the most interesting things that most of people... <laughs> They don't know. So now I'm telling you one of the that sacred books for this religion are, for example, Aristo or Apollon. So it is really interesting religion. In spite of the secret religion, but people are very, very open. They like to host tourists also. They have amazing food. I advise the tourists that will come next time to Israel, try to search also Druze villages and research a bit more about the secret religion. And the other thing is, the Jewish people themselves, I mean, they are from all over the world, aren't they? I mean, I know that Israel started off as a home for the Holocaust survivors, but people from who are of Jewish faith from all over the world go there. I mean, you, even, you have people from Ethiopia, you have people from America, you have people from Russia, you have people from all over Europe, you probably have people from from Asia because I know that there's Jewish centers in places like China etc so it must be a huge mix of people there and cultures and ideas 
It is exactly like you told. One of the most exciting things are also that all these yeah, Jews from all these countries all over the world, they brought with them their own cuisine. Yes. So here here in Israel, you can try the cuisine from all over the world and this mixture of cuisines. That's why a lot of people are coming to Israel for culinary tourism. So yeah, it is very interesting to not only to feel different cultures and traditions, but also to be able to taste them. It's interesting you talk about food because I'm of an age when people used to travel in the 60s and 70s. That was the fashion to go and work on a kibbutz in Israel. And it is those kibbutzes that really encouraged farming and they grew all sorts of various produce, didn't they, to really feed the people and also to cater for people's various dietary requirements and also their cultural requirements as well. So without those kibbutzes, I suppose you could argue that you probably would have had a bit of a problem feeding the population there. These kibbutz are still existing and people can come and, and live there to try to feel this atmosphere that is absolutely unique. You know, kibbutz, they are kind of a utopia of socialism. Their culture and how they live, it is really, really different from that we are used to in our like world of capitalism. But this kibbutz, they gave to Israel a lot of agricultural, yeah. I don't know, miracles. Even yes, yeah, no, they were. Cherry tomatoes, you know, that, uh, yes. that is the Israel invention. So one of the kibbutz in Israel, they invented the cherry tomatoes. <laughs> well, I didn't realize that I was eating cherry tomatoes. I did not realise that they were invented so there. Yeah, Israeli invention. <laughs> now we can't really discuss Israel with talking about Jerusalem, which is arguably the most fascinating city in the world. The city is built up over time, hasn't it? And you can dig down and find evidence of former civilizations. It must be the most fantastic place to both visit and to live there, to just be in this environment that is so ancient and so important. Jerusalem is a really incredible city and you can feel it here when you are coming to Jerusalem you can feel this thousands years of history you can feel all the millions of people that came here to pray from three main religions every stone is kind of talking to you yes stone has its, its history and also for tourists who are coming here to know that they can participate in digging so they can dig at archaeological sites can they Exactly, yeah. We have archaeological sites that are open for tourists to participate there, to dig there. The feeling to find something that is a few thousand years old, it's amazing. Tel Aviv, which is on the coast, and you, you go to Tel Aviv and you find you've got palm trees and sand and people lying on the beach, etc. That is quite a contrast, isn't it, really? Of course. I think Jerusalem and Tel Aviv are two of the maybe even most contrast cities in the world, yeah. and they are so close. 40 minutes between yeah. two tall contrast cities, like the old ancient Jerusalem and one of the newest cities, Tel Aviv, like city of high tech, of yes. nightlife, of business. 
resonance. It's really amazing to feel both vibes here when you are coming, and you don't need to have yeah, a lot of time for it. You can come and you can feel like you can be a few days in one city and then go to other. You uh, can even try to be half day in one city and half day in other city. <laughs> well, you probably can. And I know that in Tel Aviv, you've got some amazing street art there as well. Now, I guess you can't have too much street art in Jerusalem because I would imagine that most of the buildings there would be preserved. Actually, we have street art in Jerusalem too. Most popular place for, for street art in Jerusalem is Benyu the Market. located in the center of Jerusalem and during the evenings when all the shops are closed, you can enjoy this street art because Yep. You see it only when all everything is closed inside of the market. And during the nights, the market is turning to a nightlife place. Like when people think that nightlife is only in Tel Aviv, no, even in Jerusalem. Ah, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some of the other places, because I'm, I'm fascinated with history, and Masada is one of those places that, that just intrigues me. Now, that is of great historical importance to the Jewish people, isn't it? It is. King Hordos, he built uh, Masada and we have also a story about the fight with Romans for this Masada but also the place itself the view that you can that is opening for you when you are on the Masada it's on the mountain and you see the Dead Sea yeah desert around and the Dead Sea behind you it's fascinating and when you know the history of yes. the place because it, it, it is a really interesting history and really heroic one yes and you're talking about about the Dead Sea. Well, that is the lowest point on Earth that is not covered by water. If you want to go swimming in the Dead Sea, it is impossible to drown, isn't it? Yeah, you, you can swim. The famous pictures of the Dead Sea are when people are just lying in the water and reading newspaper because <laughs> you cannot think. It's very interesting feeling. So everyone who is coming to Israel should try it. And it's also very, very healthy. As far as going to Israel for a holiday, what is the best way to get around in Israel to see the best of Israel? Our public transport is so very comfortable and yep. going everywhere. Yes. But my advice is when tourists are coming to Israel, especially if it's first time, my advice is to take a tour guide. Without a tour guide, you can miss a lot of things. You will see views that are amazing, but you will not know what exactly happened in this no. place. Tour guide, they are telling you all these stories and our tour guide, they are also unique. Most of them, they are historians or they are archaeologists or they are writers. So most of our tour guides, they are kind of a unique touristic attraction by themselves. You could stand at any spot, I guess, in Israel and your tour guide could probably talk for a couple of hours about what, about what occurred there in the past. <laughs> so much has happened there, isn't it? Because everything that's happened there over probably the last three millennium has been documented anyway, hasn't it? Absolutely. Wonderful country. If anybody is interested at all in history, it's one place that you absolutely have to go to. Tourists can come 
come to our website, visitisrael.go.il, yep. and there you will find a lot of information and also about the tour operators yep. and where and what to find. Steve, thank you very much for this conversation, and I hope to see you here in Israel, and our next conversation will be already here. Senia Kobyakov from the Israel Ministry of Tourism, thank you for chatting to us on tellmewheretogo.com, a most fascinating country and you have really brought it to life for us thank you thanks for listening don't forget to check back on our website for other stories specialists funny travel tales and anything else you might need to plan and safely enjoy your next trip we look forward to hearing you back again soon soon